0: about he's talking about um you know when you want to succeed like you know there's, there's this guy that like you know
1: he wants to go learn
0: stuff whatever so he goes to meet this like guru that he calls it and you know so he wanted to learn about like making money and whatnot but he's like meet me at the beach and uh so like they walk out in the water and he just holds his head underwater, and he was like why this guy got me at the beach like i don't want to learn about the beach i want to learn how to you know make money and so he holds his head under the water he pops up and he's like i got a question for you He's like, when you're underwater and you you can't breathe, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to breathe. And he's like, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. So it's like you pick that one thing and you just hone in on it and you, you know, and when I say one thing, I don't mean like, you know, just PPF, just, you know, just being really good at mobile washing or whatever. Like, you know, okay, so I want to do a detailed business and I want it to be, you know, I want to offer this, 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 and this, and don't stop for nothing, you know, don't there's been so many times like like that I've like i I've, I've, I've sat down in this, again same chair and been like Man, I'm gonna go work at Home Depot like part time or something like this sucks and if every single time that happened I would have gave up I never ever would have got to where I'm at you know and it's it's that's that's the whole deal it's it's find you know figure out set your goals and then find the people that can help you get there.
1: So what is up guys you're listening to the detail spot podcast my name is Dustin and I'm the host of this podcast and in this episode we have Michael the owner of Nola Auto Spa. Michael is a full-time firefighter and a full-time detailing business owner. He's one of the OGs in this industry and uh, I really enjoyed hanging out with him in this episode as he shares how he started and how he toggles both being a firefighter and a detailer all at the same time and how he has you know. Got success in this industry, and how he is now a super knowledgeable subject matter expert in paint correction, detailing, ceramic coating, um, even wet sanding. So I enjoyed hanging out with him, and I hope you are. I hope you enjoy this episode just as much as I did. Um, and if you are wondering how to price your services so that you know that you're profiting and you'd like to know the exact equation on how to do that. Maybe, you know, you're looking at your prices and you're looking at, you know, how much income is coming in and it's just not meeting what you thought it would or or is meeting what you thought your detailing business would be producing you. Um, I'm going to give you a free workshop that you can view. It is uh, how to price your detailing services workshop so that you know exactly how much is coming in and you know exactly if you're profiting or not and you know exactly what to charge for your services and packages so if you're interested in that the link will be in the show notes if you're listening on apple podcast or spotify um, or you can go to the detailcommunity.com and it'll be on that page as well but it's a completely free workshop to show you the equation on how to price your detailing services and packages so that you know that you're actually profiting so make sure to check that out and uh, we'll go ahead and dive into this episode of the detail spot podcast Um, so how, how long have you been detailing and then how long have you been detailing as a whole in as NOLA autospell? Um, so my
0: whole detailing journey started in 07, um, senior year of high school. It was my very first little like job outside of working for family and whatnot. And, um, I was washing cars at Chevrolet dealership down here with like a brush and, you know, acid on wheels and like, you know, not having a clue what I was doing. So that was, so 07. So I guess you could say I've been washing cars for, what is that about 14 years now, you know? Um, And then as far as NOLA Auto Spa, so I started, I started kind of getting a little serious. So I got on, I'm a full-time fireman as well. And uh, I got on the fire department in 07. And all firemen have side jobs and the whole deal. So, I was like, okay, you know, I need to, need to find a do. And I was like, well, I was like, I can kind of make my way through cleaning the car. So, try that. And I think I had like 800 bucks saved up. And I bought like pressure washer vacuum, like some junk stuff, whatever. And, uh, you know, that, that was how I got started. Well, I realized quick that I wanted to be like good at it, I guess. And uh, uh, so, I started before it was Mattery Auto Detail. That's where I'm from is metering and I did that, you know, like thirty-five dollar wash deals, and it just kind of snowballed pretty quick. I'd say within like two years, you know, I realized it was time to like get serious and turned it into Nola Auto Spa. So I guess Nola Auto Spa has really technically been rocking and rolling since uh, I guess it's about two this maybe. Mm-hmm. You, know? you Um, I got like official, you know, two thousand thirteen is when I put like. Made it legit, you know, came like a legit business and stuff like that. So,
1: are, are you in New or- New Orleans, or are you like on a suburb of it? So, it's right outside of New Orleans.
0: So, like, uh, Metairie, New Orleans, uh, butt up to one another. So, and that's uh, that's where I'm on a fire
1: department as well as at Metairie. Okay, heck yeah. And you guys mainly do like uh, corrections, coatings, or you guys pretty much do everything? So, right now, um,
0: you know, we, I guess you'd say we specialize in correction, you know, advanced correction, coatings, um, PPF. I wouldn't say specialize in PPF because it beats me up on the daily. Um, <laughs> still still working on that one. Uh, vinyl wraps, but only like so – I'm not like all the way in love with vinyl. I can do it. Um, I will do it, but I don't push it. It's just kind of something that if the opportunity presents itself, you know, I have a much easier time saying no if I don't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah. So vinyl, vinyl PPF correction coding, um, you. you know, a little bit of regular detail here and there. Uh, I kind of had to put my mobile stuff on hold for a little while because it just, that's all another nightmare in itself, you know, mm-hmm.
1: but um, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's how I started was mobile.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of, I think most guys, I started mobile as well. And um, I think a lot of Like, I I think the direction that kind of the industry is going is kind of that all in one place, like vinyl wrap tent detailing, you know, because why not offer it? It's like uh, when when you can someone comes in for a detail and maybe they want window tent as well. Um, It's kind of a cool thing to pair with it. But I never did get into PPF or uh, window tent or vinyl. Um, It's a little bit harder than what I
0: wanted to really learn. (laughs) Harder isn't even the word. It's like Japanese arithmetic. It's <laughs> it's killer, man. Like I don't, you know, I'm, I'm glad I do it. And what's crazy about it is, you know, I saw the people doing it and I was like, Oh, that's cool. And, uh, you know, you know, so people started asking about it, obviously, cause it's the whole big new next thing. And I was, you know, I was kind of giving it out to other people, like subbing it out, kind of de- Oh yeah, you know, we've got someone that does it. And, you know, a, you know, it's hard to like, be happy with someone else's work and still put your name. Cause at the end of the day, when a customer picks a car up, you know, they're, they're going to look at it. And if it's bad, they're not going to be like, you know, Oh man, you know, that guy that no auto spot is bad. They're going to be like, well, no auto spot is bad. So that was a problem. And then, you know, the whole deal of just waiting on someone else to finish, like complete your job, you know? So if it's hung up, if something's wrong, if it's whatever. So, you know, just kind of one day I was like, you know what? I was like, I want to try. So I did. And I wanted, I wanted a new challenge. I I just, I kind of felt like I was, I don't want to say like hitting the top because I I feel like you'll never hit the top of anything. You just keep learning. But I just needed something new to kind of get my brain going and pick that of all things. And my God, does it, does it kill you? I mean, it'll, it'll just beat you down. It'll question you to do sanity. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I can imagine, man, like detailing is so repetitive and um, like you polish in a car every day you're detailing the car every day so I can kind of see the appeal of going for that and trying to learn something new
0: yeah it, uh, like I said I wanted I wanted something kind of new you know um, So I wanted something to to really get me get me going and thinking and just something new to learn real I mean I'm always down to learn something new and um, you know I started probably for about a year I started playing with it And in that year, like, I don't think I did a single piece right. Because I would had no formal training. I had no, you know, it was all self-taught. And just messing it up and just playing with it, like, you know, whatever. And um, then I was like, you know, I'm going to start trying a little more. And I actually took a training class with Clearbrock Chris. Uh, Chris West, he's, you know, big in Expel. He's one of of the big, you know, top names, you know, in Expel and film, period. And uh, so I went from no knowledge to, like, learning all, like, the super-duper advanced basic stuff, you know. And so that that kind of hurt me, I feel like a little more than helped me because like you know, I can jam film in a corner that's not supposed to be in or like tuck an edge or hide something. But you know, I would still struggle with random bubbles in the middle of stuff and getting you know lift lines and you know, so it's one of those things you definitely gotta go ABC, you know, not just jump all over.
1: So yeah. and then like with with detailing and the fire department, how many days do you get to work like during a week? So the, my schedule works,
0: I do day-on-day-off for 10 days straight, so it's a 24-hour shift. Um, and I do day-on-day-off for 10 days, and then I get six days straight off. Um, so it's tough because, you know, in my six days, I can, you know, I can complete a two, three-day job, you know, but when I'm in the middle of my tour, you know, 24 hours, I can't work with something. So, you know, people either have to be okay with not having their call, you know, for an extra day, so to speak, um, or you have to figure out a way to take off of work you know burn time doing that so it's it's, it's kind of tough i mean I, I i pretty much pack a full-time schedule on a part-time clock mm-hmm. you know it's, it's super challenging and there's times i want to pull my hair out but sometimes i get lucky and it works out so
1: yeah it's cool like that you can do that though because i mean fire department pays so, like a full-time job and then to also be able to detail as well. And, that, and, and you know, like the pay can be kind of endless in this industry. So it's kind of cool on the money side of things that you kind of get to get two full-time job pays and work kind of part-time in both. I mean, I know fire department, like you are working full time just because you're working long up front, but it is kind of a cool way to, there's another guy I know, um, to Lou, I think his name, um, I think I'm friends with him on Facebook, but he's a fire a fireman and uh he has a detail shop as well he kind of does that um so yeah, there's there's actually
0: there's a few guys that uh they're farming it that you know make it happen and mm-hmm. you know some of them some have big giant pretty shops and kill it and you know some of them are on the smaller scale but you know it's like all those guys that are, that are doing that i mean there's plenty of people like i know you know i know a bunch of people that are running full-time jobs and still running basically you know same thing like full-time a full-time schedule and part-time clock and it's it's tough. So props to those guys, you know, cause I know, I know how much of a pain it is.
1: Yeah, definitely. And like, whenever you first got into it, like you said, you were detailing for a dealership and that was kind of actually what, um, like I, and a lot of people do get into it, this industry from dealerships Absolutely. or like a real small town detail shop. And then they start to pursue and like learn more and level up. But like, what made you want to transition from, working for somebody as a, at a dealership and then going to opening up your own? Um, So
0: obviously when I got my job on the fire department, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go wash cars at the dealership anymore. And then and obviously that wouldn't work for them because, you know, they need to Monday through Friday or Saturday and, uh, you know, with, with the way, you know, my schedule worked, I would only be able to be there two, three days, sometimes a week. And so that didn't work for them. So that was out. And like I said, you know, when I saw everybody else had part-time jobs, so I was like, well, I was like, find something to do and you know, I was like wash cars I've always loved cars I've always been into cars um and you know so it was like why not let's try that and uh I did it and now we're
1: here <laughs> <laughs> and like what, what would you look at like your skill level then versus now oh god <laughs> oh it's so bad Ugh. so bad I
0: mean actually I have it like the the beginning of my whole story um it's funny how it all ties in together so when I first like kind of started wanting to get more into the whole like I guess polishing that kind of stuff I uh my very first polish that I bought was a Makita rotary which I actually still have and I still use which is crazy it still works um that thing's got some miles on it but so I bought that and the reason I bought that was because at the dealerships, when a car would come back with a scratch and you'd be like, Hey, you know, can y'all whatever, and, like other guys that were there, you know, you see them like grab something and put something on it and just, and it's, you know, but when it pulls off, you know, no one, would I know today, like God only knows what those things look like. I mean, I'm talking like brand new, like vets and stuff like crazy. Mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, so that's all I knew was a polisher. I didn't even know a DA polisher existed, you know, and so I bought that and one of my lieutenants at the firehouse, which I still work with him today, um, he had a 2010-ish, maybe, uh maybe black GMC Sierra. And I bought the polisher and he was like, you know, one day I was opening it up at the firehouse, you know, and he's like, Man, he said, what's that? And I was like, oh, I'm polishing, you know, I'm starting learning how to polish stuff. And he's like, Man, you can polish my truck. And I'm like, oh yeah, dude, like cool. You know, it's, it's like a victim, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, cool. And so I tore it up and just went after it. And I mean, no lights, no, like, I don't even think I was cleaning my pad off. Like mm-hmm. nothing like that. And obviously like, you know, with no, no lights to be able to see what you're doing. Like only had like overhead lights and whatever. And it was black and, and it looked great. And by the time I got done, it was pretty much dark. So, you know, roll it out like street lights and stuff. Yeah. Getting, uh, yeah. so getting, in the lights and street lights, it looks looks cool and all. Well, the next day, he calls me and he's like, "Dude, something's wrong with my truck." And I'm like, "Like, what do you mean?" And he's like, "It's, it's like it's really bad." I'm like, "Oh boy." Um, I'm like, "All right, well, send me a picture." He sends me a picture, and this thing was rotary trailed like you wouldn't believe, <laughs> like. And I just my heart sunk. So I had no idea what to do, well, how it happened, how to fix it. And so a buddy of mine from high school, like you know, was always in the cars and I saw he had posted something that like he was like, oh, you know, polished, you know, whatever. And I was like, let me hit this guy up, you know, and that was that was before really like there was a bunch of how to on YouTube, you know, and uh, and so I hit him up. and I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is what happened. He's like, oh, you need a D.A. polisher. So I'm like, I'm like, OK, I'm like, well, what is that? He explained it to me. So I start doing a little research, looking some stuff up and I uh, I see, you know, the. The, the rupes polishers and so now you know i'm, I'm looking up rupes everything like, rupes this, all this and so i buy one because i'm thinking it like and, and at the time like i'm starting start to see people like that have been in the game for a while you know posting stuff on instagram and i'm like man if i buy that i'm gonna be that good like you know and keep in mind like at the time like all i knew about a polisher was how to plug at the wall like knew nothing and so i got that and you know kind of learned a little bit from just, you know, talking to my buddy and I was able to get through that truck. The truck still probably looked absolutely terrible, but it looked better than it did. So it worked out. And, um, so once that happened, I was like, all right, I was like, I want to be good at this. You know, I, uh, I want, I want to figure this out. And, you know, and then you start seeing people like how much they're charging and what they're doing. It's like, man, I'm over here washing, washing, waxing, shampooing, whatever, for, like 60 bucks, you know, and these guys are doing like real stuff. And not only are they making money, like money's never been, big part of it like you know a lot of people get into this because like oh I want to work for myself and I want to you know make all the money all this and for me it was like I want to be really good at that and so um and so this is this is a funny story and I tell it all the time so Chase Tubbs from Same Paint uh you know this is around where I hopped on Instagram so I'm starting to see this and I start seeing you know Shine Supply stuff and that's how I found it, was uh you know hashtag Shine Supply Mm-hmm. And so I was using like a local supplier and the stuff was terrible. Like, but I, I didn't know any better. And so I see the shine spy stuff and I ordered banana shine. Um, and so I tried that out and it was like, like, man, this is great. Like it goes, it was, you know, goes on easy, comes off easy, like, oh. So I get some stuff, and one day I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm switching everything. So I switched over and uh, you know, that's when I started, you know, hashtag shine spy on Instagram, all that stuff. So I see Chase. And he posted a picture and I'll never forget, you know, it was, it was a blue, it was a blue Lexus RCF, I believe it was. And I saw it and I was like, holy cow, like, that's crazy. So I commented and I'm like, oh man, I'm like, that came out really nice. I'm like, what pad and product did you use? Like, act like I know what I'm talking about or something. And he right away comments back and he's like, oh, I don't give that kind of stuff out. And I'm like, okay, well, that guy sucks, <laughs> you know? And so, uh, so I sent him a message right after. I'm like, Hey man, look, my name's Michael. I'm a fireman. Um, you know, I've been, washing collars, whatever you call it, for however long.
1: I really want to learn about all this
0: stuff. Is there any way I can come learn? He was like, no, no, you know, don't do that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, so this guy sucks again. Well, I don't know the the, the duration of, you know, how long I pretty much like beat on him, but I I would continually message him. I was like, man, I I really want to learn. I really just want to learn. And he finally, I finally broke him. And he was like, he was like, all right, look, if you come here these days, you know, it'll be X amount and I'll teach you some stuff. And I was like, oh, cool, like you know, whatever. So I dropped everything I had going on, and I drove up to Birmingham, Alabama. And I mean, I like I can remember like it was yesterday. I freaked out when I got in the parking lot. I was like, what am I doing? I'm, like, I'm scared to death. Like I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. You know. And I turned around and I left. I was like, I, I just I couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head around like going to like walk into you know. It's like it's like you play a little basketball and you go walk into gym and Michael Jordan's in there playing. I, you know not like blowing smoke up Chase's butt, but like it's just you know, it's just, that's how it felt. And I drove to Wendy's and I sat on my tailgate and I ate a frost and I was like, let me just calm down, you know? And I was like, all right, I "I could do this. I drove back over there, walked in, I'm like, Hey man, what's up? And he laid some knowledge on me and, you know, and that was how kind of how it all started. You know, I just, I didn't give up on, I was like, man, I was like, I really want to learn. I really want to learn. And, you know, if he never would have said, yeah, like, I don't think I'd be here, you know? So, you know, I give, I give major props to Chase and, you know, Chase is now one of my best friends. We've worked on, you know, cars in different places of the country and, you know, done all kinds of stuff together. But I mean, he is, you know, he's, he's my top, my top three, you know, people that I give major credit to along the way, you know, but uh, yeah. that's, that, that's awesome kind of, that's kind of how that whole deal evolved, you know?
1: And, and he does, Chase uh, chases with insane uh, pain correction, right? Yeah. Insane paint auto detail. Yeah. Uh, he does trainings now, don't, doesn't he? Yep. And
0: so I pretty much opened the floodgates for the training because I mean, he would not do it. Good. And I, you know, I like kind of like forced him, I guess, almost into doing it. And uh, now, you know, he holds trainings. And I actually got to go kind of help assist teach a training class. Um, this was last year. Um, you know, I got to go do that. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, and he still hasn't given me my certification uh, certificate thing, so I got to make sure he gets me that. I tell him yeah. that all the time. I see people like they post like, oh yeah, I made train, and like dude, where's mine? I didn't get one. You know. Yeah.
1: That's so cool though, because like I like the transparency with it as well, because like I was that guy like that when I first started. I worked at a detail shop that like it was questionable what we were sending out, but we didn't we didn't know even my boss didn't know because it was rotary everything. It was like a, yeah. a DeWalt high speed we wax cars with that it would be like a wool pad with some wax and we would send cars out and like i can only imagine knowing now you know what those cars look like and um uh, so yeah it's like i like the transparency though because yeah. all you see on social media and all you see these people post is like how great the product is and they never they never act like they were at day one and we've all Dude, got- everybody starts somewhere i
0: mean yeah. i post all the time like with like like ppf like I have a giant ball of ppf that I, I collect and every time i screw something up i ball it up and it, you know it's super easy to throw it you know in the trash or whatever but every single time i screw up i put it on you know in, in this ball so we have to look at it and it humbles me and be like hey like don't start getting cocky and confident you know i mean not wrong to be confident but you know don't be like hey you know you're, you're the shit like this you can be right back here putting more stuff on this ball and i, I still to this day put stuff on it you know yeah. i mean just just a couple weeks ago i was doing an escalated hood and it came out amazing like you know, song, good song was playing. I was five and I was like, oh, yes, it's great. I'm trimming it out. Wasn't paying attention. And I cut up into like, you know, because so I was pulling it off. And I just I cut up into it. And I was like, well, I was like, it was a few hundred bucks. I just threw away, you know, start over. You know, but it's just, it's tough. PPF's tough, you know, but I mean, I, I just, I feel like the more you can be like transparent and honest and, you know, I mean, I make, I still make mistakes to this day. I mean, everybody does. And if they say they don't, they're full of it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, percent. Yeah. Every, everybody's so worried about being vulnerable and being, you know, like, oh, I don't want anybody to see, you know, whatever. But, I mean, I feel like you can connect with people more, you know, by being just honest and truthful and, you yeah. know, hey, like, I screwed up. I got to do it again or, you know, I mean, I don't hide anything. I don't, I don't try to get over on anybody. You know, I, I've always lived, I mean, as a kid, my grandpa told me, he said, you'll never do wrong, but always do what's right. Mm-hmm. And I've lived by that since, so you know,
1: since I heard it. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude. And actually, like whenever I, so like I started ten years ago, worked like in high school, kind of in the same scenario. Didn't know what I was doing, but it was like my first job as a detailer. And then I uh, went to the Navy and got out of the Navy and started my detailing business. And I ordered like a the flex rotary, and like I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna start polishing. I'm gonna start paint correcting. Had no clue, just like you were saying when you first started. I- the first car I actually ever put the, the the buffer to was I was doing a headlight correction. And dude, I didn't think you could burn a couple of those. Oh my gosh, man. It was like, I, the first ones, the first car I even did the first car I even touched under my own business, it burned them. They were charred, orangish black. Like it was a nightmare, but like, you know, and honestly, even later into actually knowing what I do know now and like knowing what I'm doing, like, there's still been some cars to where I've messed up and how to tell the client, like, Hey man, the paint just so happened to be really thin here. It's still my fault. But like I should have been more careful on whether it be measuring the paint or, you yeah. know, and still happens, man. It's just like, a lot of this industry is all roses, but they never really show the shit that happens as well. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, it's, and that's, that's all just part of it. You know I mean? My big, my big deal with all of it is, you know, like what I've tried to do, this entire time is, you know, and I'm big on it, you know, always like the people you surround yourself with, you know, I mean. Like current day, I mean, you know, some of my closest friends and not just, you know, you're not just like, Oh yeah. Detail, like actually very good friends of mine. You know, like we all live close together. Like I feel like we'd be around one another all the time, you know, Jeremy Stevens, huge, huge part of my life, you know, friend, mentor um, anytime I need any, I mean, I talk to Jeremy, you know, weekly Mm -hmm. Um, anytime I need anything, like he's, he's always got my back. Uh, Chris Robinson with Robinson Auto Detail. Um, I don't know if you've ever connected with him, but that is 100% a person to talk to. I mean, Chris is Chris is amazing. He's an amazing person. And it's, you know, it's all, like I've met all these people from, you know, like the way that, like, this whole deal started. You know, it's like, it's just, it's crazy how like the, the chain of events goes on, you know, because so it's like, if I never would have rotary that truck to hell and like been stressed out and be like, how do I fix it? I never would have, you know, found the DA and if I never would have found the DA I never would have found you know shine supply Mm -hmm. if I never would have found shine supply I never would have found chase and just so forth and so on and you know so it's like you know I give I give credit to all of those people along the way and you know I mean it's just it's crazy how it all works like I I still to this day will get chills it's like telling that whole story you know because I mean I've been at the very bottom and Mm -hmm. you know and I've I've worked my way through and it's been a crazy
1: ride it's a crazy journey but I mean I wouldn't trade it for the world Mm-hmm. I, I love. Um, I, I really like Sean Spade, and I like Jeremy Stevens. Like as the owner, I like what that company stands for. Like the products are great, but like more importantly, like they put the like. When I look at like a business, I look at like how I would want to run my business, and yep. he, and he puts the personality to it. He puts yep. the um, like. He's almost there for you, like, and he's he's got a big company. Uh, so I definitely do like his model, and like that would be one of my top three companies in this industry for sure. Um, inspiring, wise since I started as well. Oh, I absolutely! To have him on the podcast one day. Yeah, he uh, he he would definitely be someone great to talk to. I mean, Jeremy's
0: very knowledgeable. His his story, mm-hmm. you know, how it all started, you know, um, all of it. I mean, you know, all the way down to to the wagon. And there's a couple of people that know about the wagon. You know, it's. Um, but it's like just pulling, pulling that wagon to something he says. And you know, it's, it's crazy how it all happens. You know, it's like, you know, talking about the wagon, you know, like, like years and years ago, him pulling the wagon, doing, he was doing like, in in a literal sense, like pulling an actual wagon, um, to where he is now, you know, it's crazy. It's the same thing with me. Like I never, ever in a million years thought I'd be where I am. Um, you know, the things that I know, the things that I've done, cars that i've touched like the places i've been it's crazy it's it's truly you know it's mind blowing it's but it's you know i'm super thankful for it i mean Mm -hmm. you know it's it's all it's just it's all about like how bad you want something Mm -hmm. you know i mean i this exact chair that i'm sitting on right now i sat i was sitting on this chair i've had this thing forever i don't even know why i had this in the beginning i think it started as an office chair or something but i sat on this exact chair and i was like all right i was like i want to be really good at this and you know there's no other option you know and I just it's you know I started seeing all these people on Instagram you know Kelly Johnson with Shine Detail and um, Juan with Black Diamond Um, you know guys that have been you know in it a little bit longer than me but like they were kind of already big-ish when I was like just starting out you know when I was when I was burning things with rotaries Um, you know and seeing all those guys and being like man I want to be like I want to do what they do you know and I want, I want to be good, and now you know I've worked alongside of all of them, and they're all my super closest friends. You know, it's like it's humbling. You know, it's like you know, like like there was a time Chase called me, and they had uh, we had a, like a really special pickup truck that we went and did in North Carolina or South Carolina, and uh, you know, I was like, man, look, get this really special project. You know, I want you to come do it with me, and you know, like like the Michael Jordan reference earlier. You know, it's like you play ball, and it's like, hey, bro, I want you to be on my team. You know, and I'm like, huh? Like, you know. <laughs> It's it's like it's humbling, you know, because it's like that person trusts you enough to know that you're gonna, you know, do good work and you know, and it's just it's it's awesome. I
1: love yeah. it. I absolutely love it. This industry is really cool about that. Like it's um when I look back at like even when I first started, I look at like what my goals were and like how much i've kind of went past those and like where i am now it's like super gratifying how far you can get in this industry if like you just keep working at same thing. really it's it's the result like you know if you keep working at how can you make this result better each time by learning more and more and it's so cool because it's pretty much endless now especially like how much you can do you have codings now whereas five ten years ago that wasn't really a thing now you have you know, polishing and paint correction is constantly evolving new equipment, new products coming out. So cool. I really love this industry for the fact that it's endless. You can go as far as you want. The, the best, the
0: best thing I think I could tell anybody that is like looking at, you know, to pick something that they want to like get good at, you know, it's so like, like, like wet sanding. That was something that I guess, I guess it's probably about five years ago now. Um, I was doing, like I was doing a little bit of wet sand and like and Google type stuff, but I wasn't doing like, you know, big panels and, you know, whatever now, you know, like sanding things with my eyes closed, it feels like, and it's, it's, it's nothing. And, you know, but, but then it was like, so scary. It's like, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know how to do that. I don't know if I can do that. Like, what if I screw it up and, and, you know, whatever, but it got to the point where I was like, all right, I was, I was seeing it and I was like, I really want to do that. And it was shine showdown. Um, you know, five years ago. So it's an event that Chase puts on every year at Insane Paint. And, uh, you know, that's something you should definitely try and attend if you can make. It's killer, killer event. Um, But so at that at that event, I mean, you know, and, and at the time, like, I was – I felt like I was pretty knowledgeable. Like, you know, correction and coatings were – I'm not going to say a breeze, but, you know, I, I knew what I was doing. Um, You know, so it would have been easy for me, you know, because we, we all, like, kind of work on a car together. And it would have been easy for me to kind of, like, sit back and be like, I don't need to, you know, polish this car. I polish cars all the time, and I know what I'm doing. But um, there was somebody there that I, you know, followed for a little while. And is the absolute, you know, in my eyes, the goat, sand and stuff. And it's uh, Steph with authentic detail. Um, you know, Stephan is killer. And so they started talking about wet sand a little bit, started fooling with it. And I was kind of nervous. I was, You know, it's kind of like the same thing that happened, like, when I pulled up to Insane Pain. I was, like, scared to death and be like, well, I don't want to get in there. And, you know, it was, like all these dudes that are, like, really good at this stuff are going to look at me like I'm crazy. I don't know what I'm doing because I really didn't know much about sand and and uh, I hopped in there and, and I was a little nervous. Like I was kind of like tight, like I wasn't loosened up, you know, just like, it was just, just like nervous. And uh, Stefan grabbed my hand and like, like showed me, you know? And I was like, damn, I was like, I was like this dude's cool, cool as can be. You know, he's like, you know, not no judgment, no nothing. And that's another one. One of my, my best friends, talked to him all the time. Like, you know, just awesome dude. And he is the reason I can, I can do what I do now as far as wet sanding goes running a rotor you know he used to tell me all the time he's like he's like don't be scared of that rotary cut pick it up and i'm like I'm like, oh yeah yeah yeah. now you know i'll, I'll grab that first yeah. you know if, if it's if it's an option if it's in the budget if it's you know time allows and whatever you know where you know maybe you gotta beat down on it with the da for a little bit instead you just grab the and knock some time off you know and I'll, I'll do that now and you know and it's like so like like him he's another huge milestone in my journey you know it's like so I give, I give a whole ton of credit to him, you know, cause if it wasn't for him, like being super cool and be like, Hey bro, check this out. Try this. Like I probably never would have picked up sandpaper again. You know, it's, it's intimidating. You know, you go scratching something up you're like, Oh God, what did I do? Like I remember the first time I put sandpaper on a car and I was like, Oh my God, what happened? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's supposed to, you know, it's you just, you learn along the way. And you know, that's, that's the best advice I can give anybody. It's fine what you what you want to do and be good at and surround yourself with, with the people that are doing it best mm-hmm. you know and, and being persistent and whatever you know it's like chase like you know chase told me no and i could have been like okay cool bud thanks have a great day but i was like nah man I was like, you're gonna teach me and i'm not giving up until you say yes and yeah i'm so glad he did because if he didn't i don't know where i don't think i'd be sitting in here doing this for sure
1: Yeah, and and messing up too like that's part of it like you you whenever i would have guys like watch me i actually had a guy watch me burn paint on accident it wasn't it wasn't a you know i'm sitting there training him and it was a beat up truck and and i pulled out the rotary it was like hey this is you're not going to get on it right now but eventually you're gonna you know have to learn this rotary and, and how to use it and sure enough i burned paint showing him how to do it but what just like and I would I would tell anybody starting out, hey, fail like burn the pain like as it as you encounter it like try not to of course but like how to counter that situation like how to tell that customer and how to now you won't burn pain again like you know because you know now what to do and how to right. you're, you're going to go through all of your your checklists next time and uh, so I think like failing as well like is
0: really- I've learned I would give I would give I'd say probably eighty five percent of the credit to like what I know where I am and whatever to, to, to messing up and screwing up. Because, you know, if you, if you make a mistake, it's only a mistake if you don't learn a lesson from it, you know? And so if you learn a lesson from it, like, you know, for example, here's a really good one. You know, you have your polisher, you got the cord it's wrapped around the car, you know, so you got, you know, you got a light on the stand. Well, you know, you lazy, you don't want to walk back around the car. So you just you tug it. Well, guess what? the stand goes, straight into the fender. So to this day, I, I have never yanked a single polish report again because that didn't cost me like $450 to get out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like stuff like that. You, you learn as you go. And, you know, like I said, every, everybody makes mistakes. If they say they don't, they're full of it. And, you know, it's, it's all about how you bounce back from them, what you learn from them. And, you know, you, you, you grow so much by screwing up, you know, because you're like, okay, so don't do this next time, you know. And it's, it kind of it builds, it builds like a, me like like character kind of almost and like kind of makes you you know like grit almost you know it's like it, it helps you helps you like grow and expand and you know want to try new things you know because there's times where I was so scared about messing something up and then I messed it up and I was like well okay I messed up but like it's at the end of the world mm-hmm. like, it, it can it can be dealt with you know burning burning through paint on a panel like yeah it sucks you know you but I mean if you got to get it painted I mean then you get it painted and that's not ideal ever you know, I mean, and that, that was back in the early days. Like I'm talking like another thing I used to do with the rotary. I'm not proud of, but I still tell people before I really knew how to play with it too. I would put like polish, I would polish on a, on an applicator, wipe it on the panel and then and remove it with a foam pad, like a big seven inch foam pad. And like, I'm like, man, oh, that looks so good. I, mean, I probably, probably wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like the solvents and oils and whatever. And the polish is just, like giving it a little shine, you go wash it off with some soap, and it's probably look like ass again. But you know, it's it's like stuff like that. It's like you know, it's just yeah, it's it's nuts.
1: It's funny to look back and laugh at it. Like, what are those? Um, you know, the polishers you can buy them at Walmart, and then. <laughs> The big orbital thing, man. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I When I was in high school, I used to have like this little side hustle and it was like detailing because I worked at a detail shop. But like anybody who, like, I played on the football team and like any of the dudes that wanted their car detailed, I'd do it for like 40, 50 bucks. You know, probably spent four hours on it. Probably wasn't making really any money, but I would do what you were talking about, put the polish on and then yep. uh, take it off with this, this with a terry cloth bonnet. Like- yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It looked like a shower cap on the thing. It's like, I don't know if I was doing anything, but it's funny to like look back and see like how stupid I was, or how stupid, um, how careless I was, or how I really wasn't doing good results at all. But it's funny looking back now when you know that you're like kind of up there knowledge wise. You know, knowing the most, I guess. Like you, you can always learn more. I'm still learning as well. Yeah. You know, but like how to actually use a, a polisher now versus then it's funny looking back though that's kind of the well, you know it's it's super intimidating to see
0: you know to see people doing like all this stuff on the highest level mm-hmm. you know where i mean i can i can rattle off 20 30 guys all over the country you know if there's anybody watching that's like you know i really want to learn but i don't know where to go who to talk to like who to ask well if i ask them then they're gonna think i don't know what i'm doing and you know, everybody's so worried about what the next person thinks. And that's, that's something else I want to talk about too. But, you know, there's 20, 30 guys that I can rattle off right now, all over the place that if you just shoot them a message, you are like, Hey dude, like, I really want to learn how to do the same situation with me and Chase. I really want to learn how to do this. I want to be better at it. They'd be like, Oh man, my address is this. You want to sleep over and we can go get dinner. You want to have a beer and they're turning you best friend. Yeah. And I mean, very, very knowledgeable people in this industry. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just as simple as asking a question, like, Hey, will you teach me? You know, I have, I have people, I have people, I have local detailers that have came through, you know, that want to learn and I have no problem teaching them, you know? And, and, and I've gotten that question before, like, Oh, you know, if you teach all these guys around you, well, then it's going to take business. how many cars there are in the world, how many people they are. Like, you know, it just, at the end of the day, it's like that whole, you know, give them the recipe, but the sauce will never be the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else at all, but you know, the way you handle things and do things and, you know, whatever, I mean, you said, you always do what's right. You know, you'll never be wrong. Yeah, that's 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 the biggest part. I mean, it's you know just doing what you're supposed to and like you know I had I had someone ask me the other day about you know like other people that are better and you know their skill set not being as much and to me you know if you if you rating someone one to ten on their skill level and you have someone that's a someone that's a ten and someone that's a you know a six or a seven well if the guy that's a ten you know shows up late and you know lies about what they're supposed to do and does things wrong and all this but the guy that's a six or a seven you know, which is, and when I say six or seven, like I'm not talking about being bad, you know, it's just not, not that next step. Like, you know, and, you know, the guy to six or seven, if, you know, they show up on time, they're honest and they're personable and they're, you know, they do what they're just supposed to do, you know, they're, people are going to go with that over that other person, I'd say eight, nine times out of 10, you know, it's just, it's all about doing the right thing. And, you know, it's the, the more, the more you focus on like, like the journey, and not the, you know, the, the end game, you know, cause a lot of people see it, they're like, Oh, I want to do that. And, you know, and, and that's all they're worried about. You know, you got, you gotta, you gotta focus on the things that navigate you through the, the rest of the way, you know? And like, like, you know, we discussed before, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been every single person you can be in this industry. I've been the guy that didn't know anything. I've been the guy that thought he knew everything I've been, you know, the one, the one that sat down in a corner, pulling his hair out, ready to, to close business down. I've been the one that, you know, felt like I had money raining down on me cause I was so busy making so much. You know, I've, I've been the student, I've been the teacher. Um, I've been the guy that, you know, like, I can't tell you how many things that I have that I bought just because I saw other people had them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, the, the Rupes polisher, like, Oh, I need that. Cause as soon as I turn it on, I'm going to turn into, you know, Jason Kilmer. No, that's not how that works. You know, and it's, it's, you know, you stop worrying about all that kind of stuff and, you know, you just start worrying about what's important, you know, being, doing what you're supposed to and, and educating yourself and you know just worrying about you and that's that's when I really grew. You know, like I'll never forget there were some local guys I would just they were killing me around here, like cutting prices and all this stuff. And their work was subpar and whatever. And um I was on the phone with Jeremy one day and I was like, man, I was like I was like these dudes are killing me. Like it just you know, it's so aggravated. Like every day I pop it over and it's like, oh we're the best and and he was like, well, how do you know what they're doing? And I'm like, freaking Instagram. And he's like, you follow them on Instagram? And I'm like, yeah. Why? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, don't follow them anymore. You don't know what they're doing. And I was like, okay. So i unfollowed them. And it was like, instantly, like all my worries went away. Yeah. You know, and I just started focusing on me. And that's when I really like blossomed. You know, when I really started getting into where I'm at now. You know, it's, it's, uh. Dude, I, could, I could talk about that for, for days it, you know,
1: it's, it's crazy like, like i've been there as well i don't think anybody who says they haven't or actually i think most people have been there um and there's a rare breed of species that just don't worry like naturally there are people out there that are just like man i don't care like i'm gonna stay in my own lane like right. i've been there i'll, I'll be 100 like you know competition got to me at one point um yeah. now not so much like you you, you kind of mature up as you go yeah. but like there are times where I was like, man, I know this guy copied me and I would constantly look and like you were saying, follow them. Like, and I would see like, yo, that's, I just made that same post yesterday and it would bug me, you know, like, and there's a point to where like, he's 100% right, just simply unfollowing. And then it's like, man, you don't see him in your feet no more. If he does copy you, he doesn't have the same sauce as you. Like you were saying, like you can, you can create the recipe all you want, but if you have that missing ingredient and that missing ingredient, I think is how you run your business. Like, you I know, am. are you adding the personality to it? What color scheme are you using? Like, Because it all comes down to, like I was in the last episode, actually, we were talking about how if you even if you have 30 detailers in one city drive down the interstate from point a to point b and count how many cars that would be a perfect detail there's plenty to go around dude it's like but people get so wrapped up in um, me included i've been there uh, wrapped up in what they're doing and if they're copying me or if they're undercutting my price and it's it sucks but like you you almost get so clap your vision gets so clouded that you could have been yeah. here already but you're still stuck here
0: yeah i mean as long as long as you just stay focused on what's important what's truly important um you know it's 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 almost foolproof you know like you like i said you know you, you'll never do wrong always doing what's right You know, if you're always doing the right stuff, that's like people that sit back and they're like, oh, I'm not making any money yet. Like I never, ever thought that I'd be made that, that people would be paying me thousands of dollars to, to deal with their car, you know, thousands, thousands of dollars. Like I remember when I was like, oh, I just made 50 bucks. Like, you know, and it's like never once have I ever sat down and been like, "You know, I really want to make like 200,000 this year. Like it's, I've never done that. You know, the, the only, t- the only time I've ever like set like a money goal was years ago. I was like, I want to do $10,000 in a month. And at the time, like I might've, you know, on a part-time schedule and whatnot, you know, maybe like three, 4,000 was like pretty good. And I wrote, I want to make 10,000 on my dry erase board. I wrote it down. I, said, I want to do 10,000. And like three months later I did it. And I was like, Holy cow, like freaking out. And it's like, you know, like you set those goals and, you know, when, you, when you're sitting there doing it, and you're like, man, that's never going to happen. That's a lot of money. And, like, it's a lot of work. And how am I going to do that? And then you do it and you're like, well, shit, that wasn't too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like, and it becomes normal and it becomes, you know, and it's like then you set the next goal and the next goal. And, you know, but, but as long as you always focus on the, the right stuff and doing the right thing and, you know, always educate yourself. But, you know, the, the main part is, is just surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean if, if you surround if you surround yourself with with those those people that you're trying to do the same thing that they're doing, not in the sense of copying, but like you know this guy knows a lot about this, so I want to I'm gonna attach myself to this person, and I want to I want to learn everything I possibly can. You know, like me, you know, if someone someone comes here and shows me, like the more someone shows me they're interested and more you know, dedicated and, and everything, I will I will dump my everything into them. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it's. That's just kind of how it goes. I mean, you find the right people to stick with and they'll, they'll help you, you know, leaps and bounds and go places you never thought you'd be. I mean, mm-hmm. you know I mean? Like, like we have like a group chat together with a few of us and I would be saying things, you know, along the lines of, uh, you know, oh man, you know, you guys, whatever. Like, dude, like stop saying like you are in that you guys thing, you know? And it's like, I, I just never thought I'd, I'd be there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I'm nowhere near the best, I'm not great like You know what, about it's uh, it's just cool to, to see where I'm you know,
1: compared to where I was. Yeah, that's one thing I like getting to do like this podcast is really getting to um meet everybody, like meet um you. Like, I got to meet um Chris Nichols, and and Chris, like, little did he know, like, I, I've been following him for a minute and like seeing like he was an inspiration brand wise for me, like, when I first started. Um, I actually was doing this little Instagram strategy. Like my brand was terrible. This was probably four years ago, I would say. Um, and my branding was awful. I didn't know, like, you know, having followers meant, you know, I thought, oh yeah, if I have 4,000 followers. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get all those clients, you know? And like, I would, I was messaging or I was uh, like following and commenting with uh, detailers. And like, obviously for a detailing business, like that's not my niche, you know, like they're not going to be clients, obviously they're detailers. And like, he was like, Hey man, I think you have the wrong, um, I think you're going about this the wrong way. I don't think you're looking at it. Right. And I was like, man, this guy's a dick, like, you know, and then <laughs> I, later on, I was like, this dude was so right. It took me a year or two to realize. This. like this guy was so right. Like he gave me advice, kind of in a way. And and um, but now years later, I now get to like talk with people who were inspiration to me. Like whenever I first started, so it's kind of cool. And you're so right about having people in your corner and like having surrounding yourself by people like that inspire you and having those people to run ideas by. It's it's so powerful. Like you don't even realize it. Yeah, it's
0: and nifty, nifty, like another very, very close friend of mine. We talk on the regular. Um, That's that's the same thing. Like I was saying, you know, pick something that you're trying to do and attach yourself to the person that's doing it, you know, good. And, you know, media marketing, like that kid has it nailed down. You know, I mean, there's nobody, there's nobody else out there that is as personal, personable and, and, you know, connected with his following than, than him. I mean, he's got, down to down to uniforms, to the way you know he does things. He's got it locked up. Like he's, you know, he's he's definitely going to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, one day somehow, some way, like you know, in some sort of shape of something. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on how or whatever. But one day, like everybody's going to know who Nifty Nichols is. This.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and he just kids got it going on. He's he's an awesome person.
1: What um so if say if you were like brand new, what advice would you give to like a brand new guy? Say you're, you were to restart, how would you run your business? So like, if I woke up tomorrow morning
0: and like my mind was erased and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get into this. Um, I think the best thing I can tell everybody is, you know, education's key. You can never stop learning about this stuff, you know, um, find, figure out what you want to do, set your goals uh, and just, Get after it, like you know, like like your life depends on it, you know. Um,
1: it's like I don't know you like if you're
0: familiar with Eric Thomas, he's like motivational speaker and all. He's got a bunch of stuff on YouTube. You so check him out. Um, he has he has this one video, and you know the way it, it all kind of comes about. He's talking about um, you know when you want to succeed, like you know there's, there's this guy that like you know he wants to go learn stuff, whatever. So he goes to meet this like guru that he calls it, and you know so he wanted to learn about like making money and whatnot he's like, meet me at the beach. And uh, so like they walk out in the water and he just holds his head underwater. And he was like, why this guy got me at the beach? Like, I don't want to learn about the beach. I want to learn how to, you know, make money. And so he holds his head under the water and he pops up and he's like, I got a question for you. He's like, when you're underwater and you, you know, you can't breathe, what do you want to do? And he's like, I want to breathe. And he's like, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. So it's like you pick that one thing and you just hone in on it and you, you know, and when I say one thing, I don't mean like, you know, just PPF, just, you know, just being really good at mobile washing or whatever, like, you know, I, okay, so I want to do a detailed business and I want it to be, you know, I want to offer this, 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 and this, and don't stop for nothing. You know, don't, there's been so many times like, like that I've, like I've, I've, I've sat down in this again, same chair and been like, Man, I'm gonna go work at Home Depot, like part time or something like this sucks. And if every single time that happened, I would have gave up. I never, ever would have got to where I'm at, you know? And it's, it's, that's, that's the whole deal. It's, it's find, you know, figure out, set your goals and then find the people that can help you get there. You know, it's, and, 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 you know, a lot of people worried about being vulnerable and being, you know, I don't want that guy to not, I want, I don't want that guy to think I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm not going to go ask him to teach me. You know, I want him to think that I know there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with not knowing, you know, Hey man, like, can, can you show me this? Can you teach me? that whatever and you know that is that is the fastest way to get to the top is to you know just find find the people to help you know i mean there's there's plenty of training classes all over the country you know jeremy puts on a phenomenal class um you know i do i do a little bit of in-house training um you know but yeah i mean it doesn't even have to be trained like like i said like you know something as simple as hey hey chase my name is michael will you teach me some stuff no okay well i'm not giving up until you say yeah and then he did and then here, you know, so surround yourself with the right people. And, and like I said, you know, never do wrong, always doing what's right and focus on the right stuff and be golden, you know, I'm, like, like just sitting here doing this with you. I never, ever in a year thought somebody, Hey man, you do a podcast and talk about stuff. Like, it's like, I'm nobody. I don't, I don't, you know, but it's like, it's kind of, it's cool to think, you know, it's kind of like, like a little, you know, I guess reward for your hard work. You know, it's kind of it's like humbling I guess you know
1: it is yeah it's it's like you were talking about failing like I actually um when I my first year in I did I I'll be honest like I could not get clients I didn't know what like the recipe to to getting leads coming in I didn't know like anything I really like was clueless on it all and I was kind of sitting on my couch one day and I went to go, I had one phone call and I went to go detail that car. I would do same day clients then just because like, you know, I was so desperate man. I had bills to pay and like, I was at a loss and, um, I wanted this to succeed so bad, but I went to go detail that car and I wasn't making any money. My prices were not right. Like looking back and I actually quit. I actually went to go work at a, um, I don't know if you guys know what fast and all, you know, what fast and all, oh, yeah. So. Yep. Hardware store. <laughs> I took like a part-time gig there to try to uh, like move through the ranks there, and uh, and I was like, man, I, I just don't think I'm cut out for like this this small business thing. And then uh, a couple months in, three, it's tough, man. It was. it was like, three months in working that part-time job. I was like, you know what, dude, screw this. Like, I put my two weeks back in. I was like, I'm gonna pursue my detailing business full-time and I was probably slow for like three or four months, but like seeing me quit was like that fuel for me. It was like, yo, dude, I did not like that feeling. Like I, I almost like felt like poison to me. Like, you know, like I-, I mean,
0: you know, I've, and then like you were saying before, you know, being a farm and I have, you know, like, that's one thing. So I'm super fortunate. I have two, you know, most people have one job that they hate or they might like a little bit, you know, I'm super fortunate. I have two full blown careers that I'm in love with. Like I've still, I'm 32 years old. I've still yet to work a day in my life. Like I get to come here and play with cool cars. I get to go there and ride on a fire truck. Like, <laughs> awesome. You know, it's, it's exactly what I wanted to do, you know, forever ago. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's easy to quit. You know, it's, it's so easy to quit. Um, And there's been plenty of times that I wanted to, I mean, there, there was times where, you know, like, like getting back to what I was just saying, you know, fortunate to have the, the the fire department, you know. So I have like if, if if this whole month just gets screwed, I don't have a single job, I don't make a single penny. Well, I'm still making a fire department money, so I'm good. Well, a lot of people don't have that. It's like if, if you don't get a job for a whole month, well, like, how are we gonna eat? Mm-hmm. You know, and so but there's in the past, there's been times where like I've been slow and things have sucked and like I've ran my checking account into the negatives. Mm-hmm. And that's with the however much money I was making at the time as a farmer, you know, because it's like you buying stuff and stuff's costing you things and, you know, you screwed a job up. So not only did you not make money on that job, you got to pay for whatever you screwed up and, you know, paying people and, and whatever. And, you know, obviously right then and there, a, a sane person would have been like, just we need to stop this, like shut this down, like you, you're running yourself to the ground. And, you know, I've, I've had so many opportunities I could have quit, I've had so many opportunities that I could have just, you know, I don't want to do this anymore it's too hard you know but uh it's like that little saying you know rough rough seas don't make an experienced sailor i mean however you say it you know what i mean yeah. but uh I, calm seas don't make an experienced sailor that's what i was trying to get yeah. um but you know that's that's what builds you up and makes you better and makes you great and you know because because when you when you screw up and, and it sucks and it's tough and you don't have a lot of jobs and all this, you know, when you look back, when things do get better, you like, it, it feels that much better, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, it's like, it's like rewarding, you know, that you, that you got through it and, and, you know, it worked out and, you know, you, uh, you, you can't, you can't quit. You can't give up. You know, it's uh, like I said, it's, it's so, it's so easy to start a tolerant, but like when you get through the hard time, you're like, it's not even that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I could do that again you know but that's uh that's kind of I guess my take on
1: that you know and it's like you, you like you said looking back it won't be that bad it's because like when you're so new like and, and all it's not just detailing but all like we're talking about detailing but business in general is all about who you know and how many people you know so it's like if you're in business 10 years, you're going to know a bunch of people. You've already, you know, detailed one person that told five and I just keeps spreading. So it, it gets so much easier with time. And like, looking back, I was, uh, you know, a, a, a weenie for quitting, but like, um, it's like looking back, dude, I'm, I'm so glad I went back into it because Hi. meeting so many people and like, it really, like even if you were not on, um, say your SEO just went to shit and you're your social media shut down and you only relied on who you've detailed for, like most of the time you've been in business for five plus years, you'll be fine because it's just repeating customers at that point. And like, it gets so much better. So I've never, I've
0: never, ever done any type of formal advertisement. I've never ran ads. I've never, you know, I know this is like throwing it way back to like younger, you know, younger people aren't going to know what the hell I'm talking about, but like I've never thrown stuff into yellow pages Um, you know, everything is still word of mouth and just what I post on, you know, social media, but I'm trying to remember who I was having the conversation with. I want to say it was either Chase or Jeremy. And it was basically, you know, operate your business and, you know, get out there and talk to people, whatever, as if, you know, like if you lost social media tomorrow, like, like somebody, somebody brought the question up and it was like, if social media disappeared tomorrow, would it cripple your business? Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of people that, 100% like if social media disappeared tomorrow because they're like little hermit crabs and they stay in the shop and the only time they interact is when oh hey thank you dropping your car off okay bye see you later and here it is I'm done pay me like you know but you know you get out there and you talk to people and you do things and you know get out in your you know your little community and like you know do the little car shows and do you know like there's there's a kid I'm I'm putting something together right now Um, there's a little kid I, I found him on Facebook
1: and he was like, hey, you know,
0: my name's so and so. And I, I want to wash cars in my mom's driveway. And it's gonna be ten dollars for a wall outside wash, five dollars for the inside. And and I saw that and it like it, it like hit me right in the heart. I was like, wow, I was like, I need to do something for this little dude. And I've been collecting a bunch of stuff for him, and I'm gonna have him over, you know, in a couple of weeks and let him, you know, come in the shop and see things, whatever. And I'm gonna give him like his own little business, you know, and like get him going. And you know, cause like that right there, he'll never forget that. And that'll that'll you know, he he could be the next, you know, whoever one day, you know. And it's it's like, so man, how'd you start? Like, oh, this crazy dude like gave me a bunch of stuff because he saw me on Facebook when I was ten, you know. But it's like those are the kind of things that you see, you know, like other people see that and they're like, man, this, this guy, look at this guy, this, this is a nice person, like you know. And it's it's that's not why you do it. It's not like oh, I'm gonna do this so people post it and like you know they they, they think I'm a good good guy, you know. But it's, like, it's you get out there and you meet people that way, talk people that way because.
1: You know, everyone that knows that
0: that happened, like, oh man, you know, this guy knows all the auto's, you know, you should check him out. And it's, you know, word of mouth is, is the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, every single job I do is either someone I've done work for in the past or someone that's been recommended by someone I've done in the past. You know, what I mean, I've, I've maybe, maybe in the last, you know, however many years landed, I'd say maybe 10 jobs from like a random person seeing my number somewhere and just calling, be like, hey, my name's so and so. I saw your number here. Um, can you do this Z? It. You know, of the hundreds or thousands or whatever, the ten maybe that's pushing it. Mm-hmm. But everything is, hey, so and so, you know, said you did really good work. You did, you know, you did their car. Can you do mine? You yeah. know, and it's and that's like-
1: that's the best way. But I always tell people like, I'm not a big fan of ads. I don't like, I think when it comes to paid advertisement for this industry, I think like if you have an online, if you have retail or something like that, like ads can be phenomenal for your business. But like when it comes to a service-based industry, that's community-based as well. Like you're in an area to where who knows who is super important. Like, I think if you have the time to sit at your computer and create an ad, I think you should spend that time networking getting to know people yeah and and, you know and and don't get me wrong like there's nothing wrong like
0: i'm sure there's probably going to be some people watching this they're gonna be like oh this guy's stupid you know you can you can do this this and this and you know and and and, yeah like you can like you definitely can and if you have you know it's just it's all about what you want to do like me i don't i I don't care you know because i don't want to work for the the random person that's going to suck because they got my number off of a crazy insane commercial ad thing that i did Mm -hmm. you know like i want somebody that's going to be you know cool and personal and you know, it's, it's like it's like the whole thing of like you, you finish a job. and It's just a random person. You finish a job. And they're like, all right, cool, thanks, see you. And they just take off. You know, I want the person to be like, man, thank you so much. You did a wonderful job. You know, can I have some of your cards to recommend to my friends? And you know, what's what your? Can I leave a Google review? Like you know, like people that that care. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and you know, and I'm fortunate enough that I have gotten to the point now where I don't have to take every job that comes mm-hmm. through the door, you know, if I've had, I've had people in the past are like, Hey, you know, and it, you know, they're, they're very rude about certain things. It's like, you know, well, I want you to do this, this way. And we're like, okay, well then I'm, I'm just not your guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can recommend you to a couple, but you know, it's, um, it's just, it's, it's what you want to do. It all goes back to, like I said, like figure out what you want to do. And like, when I say, you know, what you want to do, you know, I mean, I mean, way, 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 way deeper under the surface than just you know. Okay, I want to do film and I want to do coatings. I want to be good at corrections. You know, figure it all out. Like write it all on a on a on a piece of paper. You know, I want to I want to be the place that people go and you know they have a very close personal experience and you know people that trust you and you know like like I don't I don't know if you saw that white super that I did not too long ago it was a Mark IV Supra. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just from that personal you know experience with that guy. He, you know, he asked me a couple weeks ago. You know, we, we got to put talking every day and everything else. And uh, he actually has a garage where, where my shop is, and they were doing some painting in there and stuff. And he's like, man, he's like, do you think you babysit my super for a couple of days? And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, of course I wouldn't mind looking at that every day, you know. But it's like that right there, like like we built a relationship to where he trusted me to leave that car here. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, and, you know, like, I remember one day I called him, like, hey, man, look, like, I'm, I'm going to mop my floors and stuff. you mind if I just, you know, back it out? and pull He's like, dude, you don't have to call me to, you know, to do that. He's like, I trust you. Like, the car wouldn't be there if I did. You know, it's like, those are the kind of relationships that will help you. Because that guy right there, any single person that he comes in contact and talks to, he's going to tell about me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, man, this guy, you know, not only did he do good work, like, he's, he's honest and trustworthy. And, you know, I, I can trust him with my fully built thousand horsepower, you know, Supra that's rare as can be you know, I trust them to do that. So, you know, yeah, you can definitely trust them to go get your car coded by it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that, that will, that will, to me, that does better in my
1: eyes than, you know, Oh, Hey, we're on Google. Check us out. Like, yeah. you know what and, I mean? And, and that's what, that's the thing. That's the strategy that most listeners probably don't want to hear just because they don't know how to like get that person in or to, um, communicate with that person but that is literally the one strategy that's the one missing link to whether you have success long term or not because like as soon as you run an ad and you stop paying for that ad or you you know like you don't get business from that ad anymore like but a person they keep talking they keep communicating if it's a person that is that you've built that trust with like that supra that guy is always going to use you he's always going to tell his friends like you're his go-to dude if you can get a a, a handful of those yeah like, successful business it's like
0: i have you know I've, I've been i've been at this for so long now like i have a, i have a a great group of people that are like my, my biggest fans you know and, and and you know and everybody everywhere has you know, oh my guy is the best like you know and there's probably a ton of people that are better than that guy but because they they trust them and know that you know they're gonna do what they're supposed to whatever you know like i said like like i was saying earlier you know the guy that's a six versus a ten you know if the six is doing what they're supposed to and the 10's not, you know, they're going go to go at the six. Like, you know, if, if, if the guy that's a 10, you know, it's like, man, I got to worry about, you know, when I, when, when I drop my car off, he's going to go hot dog it down the street or something like, you know, versus this guy that, you know what I mean? It's like, and that's huge. Like people, people want to feel like they can trust you and, and, you know, get on the same level and, and, the whole deal. It's, you know, trust, trust is, is key. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? I've had, I've had people, I've had people come to drop stuff off that like didn't want to leave the keys with me. You know, like, wow. Well, you know, this, this is a really expensive car. You know, I don't, I don't want you like driving it around. You know, and it's like at, at that point you don't want to be like, you know, rude about it. But it's like I've had cars that are worth three times as much as this car with three times as much horsepower, and they sat right where they were supposed to. So I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna go drive your, your Camry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like it's and it's, that just all falls under the the do what you're supposed to thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I can't tell you how many times I've had stuff come through and it's like, dude, that would be so cool to go rip, but, like, you can't do that. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I would never, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, and then there's, there's people around here that have gotten busted doing things like that, you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, like we said, you know, when you do something good, people are going to tell everybody, when well, you do something bad, everybody's going to tell everybody because bad news travels way faster than good news, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's like, you're not going to believe this guy, you know? He, he took my Lambo and, and did 200 down the interstate. You know, it's, you know, it's like, that's the kind of stuff, you know, always doing what's right, Dito. It'll always work out for you man.
1: So that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed as a really good episode. It was fun, you know, just listening to Michael share some things that, um, he did in his business and that he did along the way of his journey of being a firefighter and a detailer and how he invested his time into learning and training so that he could, um, you know, improve his knowledge and his skill set in this industry. So I hope you enjoyed that. If you're listening on Apple podcast or Spotify, if you can, and you're enjoying the content and you're enjoying the these podcast episodes if you can leave us a review it's going to greatly help the channel grow and if you guys ever have any questions uh, need any help make sure to shoot me a message on social media and i will make sure that your question gets answered or whatever topic that you would like discussed gets discussed further in a future episode and if you are interested in taking that how to price your detail is detailing services workshop a completely free workshop. The link will be in the show notes, or you can go to the and it'll be there as well. And And I hope to see you in that. If you're wondering how to price your detailing services so that you know that you're actually profiting and you know that you're going to make money going forward. Um, it's completely free. So make sure to check that out. And I want, I hope to see you on the next episode of the detail spot podcast.